Destination Sailing Channel is sponsored by Seawater Pro. If you are buying a water maker, follow the link below and receive an additional set of filters with your purchase. If you speak with Mike at Seawater Pro, don't forget to mention Destination Sailing Channel. Hello and welcome to Destination Sailing Channel. I am Carla. And I am Simon. And we are from the YouTube sailing channel Sailing Ocean Fox. Over the past three years we have sailed over 26,000 miles through the Mediterranean, across the Atlantic and the Caribbean. In this series we will be looking at some of our favourite islands, towns and keys we have visited during the adventure. This will give you a fresh insight into your next destination, what to expect on arrival, places to stay, things to do and how to find those necessary provisions from propane to bananas. So let's start with this week's location, Rodney Bay Marina, on the island of St. Lucia, part of the Windward Islands in the Caribbean. We last visited in January 2019, after Atlantic crossing. This is the most popular arrival point in the Caribbean if you cross the Atlantic with the Ark, the Atlantic Rally for cruisers, or you cross on your own. It is also where the Ark world departs and returns to. So located 13 degrees north, Rodney Bay Marina is around 100 nautical miles west of Barbados, 70 nautical miles from Port Elizabeth on Backway. Your journey onto Panama Canal is just over 1,200 nautical miles to the west. Yeah, what a ride that is going to be. This is one of the greatest trade wind sailing routes in the world. If you choose not to stop in Colombo, you're going to have a great run west for around eight days. So language, uh, the official language is English, St. Lucian French Creole, which is referred to as Patois. It is also spoken by 95% of the population. The courtesy flag, uh, courtesy flag is the national flag. This flag is blue with three triangles, black, white and yellow, on top of each other to represent the pitons. So weather, the local climate is tropical rainforest climate moderated by northeast trade winds. St. Lucia has a dry season from 1st of December to 31st of May and a wet season from 1st of June to November. Average daytime temperatures are around 30 degrees Celsius. Since it is fairly close to the equator, the temperature does not fluctuate, fluctuate much between winter and summer. Average annual rainfall is around 1,300 millimeters. Uh, St. Lucia is in the hurricane belt, the Caribbean hurricane belt, from June to November. So you do actually have to be a little bit careful uh, where you're anchored out. So interesting facts. Uh, St. Lucia was the first country in the world to be named after a woman. How about that? Mm. <laughs> so the only other country in the world with a female name is Ireland named after the Celtic goddess of fertility, Air. St. Lucia was named after St. Lucy of Syracuse. There you go. Now, St. Lucia is home to the Piton Mountain Range, which is actually a UNESCO World Heritage Site. Now, absolutely stunning, these two vast mountains, one after the other, just sticking up right on the edge of the Caribbean Sea. So over 70% of the island is covered in rainforests. St. Lucia has it all, from stunning beaches to the mountain peaks, and most of the country is sweated by lush rainforests. St. Lucia has its own Pilsner beer called Piton, 
named after the iconic landmarks. The Pilsner beer is perfect for keeping cool on another warm day in the Anchorage. So currency. The local currency is the Eastern Caribbean dollar and it's fixed to 2.7 ECD to the dollar, to the US dollar. The EC dollar is also used by Antigua and Barbuda, Dominica, Grenada, St. Kitts and Nevis, St. Lucia, St. Vincent and the Grenadines, Anguilla and Montserrat. So it's quite useful currency if you're going to do the whole If you're doing this chain, uh, chain of, islands, of islands. Yeah, you keep, yeah. it keeps popping up yeah. uh, together with the euro and the US dollar. Uh, the time zone is UTC minus four, which is pretty standard, ready for the Caribbean islands. So cities, Castries is the capital of St. Lucia, some four nautical miles from Rodney Bay. Uh, its deep water harbour on the Caribbean coast is St. Lucia's main port. The port ships mainly bananas, but also sugarcane, rum, coconuts, copra, limes, lime juice and various tropical fruits and vegetables. Navigation. Navigation into Rodney Bay is straightforward, day or night. The bay is on the Caribbean side of the island towards the north. It is a straightened approach to the channel, which is buoyed and lit at night. The marina will be straight in front of you. You can call the marina on VHF channel 16. So, voyage, region B, so the green square top boys will be on the left as you enter from the ocean. Uh, check it in. You have to visit three offices. Uh, first of all, the marina, if you are in the marina, of course, uh, to pay the uh, bill and give them all your documentation, customs and immigration. They are all together upstairs at the main marina building. You do not have to take your boat to the marina. You can leave it anchored in the bay and take your rib in. Yes, this is a very busy office, so with lots of crews coming and going. So yeah, absolutely yeah. packed. So yeah. uh, it, it doesn't take them very long. They no, do they're it very quite quickly. efficient. I was going to say, but yeah. uh, you could find it is a bit of a queue there, yeah. and uh, that's one thing that you need to bear in mind if you're having an early departure. Um, the marina, the marina is part of the IGY group and has 253 berths and accommodate boats up to 86 meters in length. It is open 24 hours a day and has security and power is available at 30, 50 and 100 amp single phase together with 100 amp three phase for your mega yachts. All the birds are on finger pontoons or alongside. The maximum draft is 13 feet. This is a full service marina and boatyard. They have riggers, electricians, electronic specialists, as well as marine power technicians. The marina is set inland along the channel and therefore is classed as a hurricane hole. So dinghy docks in front of the marina office. Uh, also, there is a dock in the far corner of the lagoon if you wish to go to the bars and shops at that area of town. Yeah, there is a self-proclaimed dinghy dock manager there and he will look after your rib for you, but you may like to give him a couple of EC dollars uh, just to make sure it's there and intact <laughs> when you come back. But he's actually a delightful chap. Yes, it is. There is a boatyard next to the marina with a 75-ton travel lift with a width of 28 feet. They also offer a complete repair and, repair and service. 
Anchorages, you may anchor outside the lagoon in the bay. It's a rather nice bay, actually, either on the left or the right of the channel. This is a much cooler spot and is well sheltered from the prevailing trade wind swell. So you're going to get um, you're going to get the trade winds blowing there, but uh, it hasn't had time to actually sort of kick up on the old surf. So it's pretty good, actually. So it's really good for your wind generator. You can also anchor in the inner lagoon of Rodney Bay Marina. It is soft mud, and we actually found it quite hard to get our hook uh, to actually dig in and uh, hold us we kept sort of dragging it back and in the end we decided that we were going to give it a miss yeah so there are a lot of odd anchor spots on the west coast but the one not to miss is my gut bay about eight miles south along the coast you can no longer anchor in the inner bay you need to take a mooring buoy however you can anchor just to the port side of the entrance the boat boys can be quite aggressive here, almost demanding that you, they take your lines uh, for the boy in exchange for money. Uh, you can, the other place that you can anchor is off the pitons uh, in the bay there. But here again, the boat boys are really quite aggressive and they would not take lightly if you do not use them. I just found it really irritating, my friend. Yeah. Um, Very dangerous because yeah. they just run around your boat, about three of them, and then uh, they, they kind of make you do it you know yeah. you have to use them yeah. you don't have to use them yeah. if you want to look for the other anchorages along that coast and there are many uh, i recommend having a look at new foreign land uh, to see recommended anchoring locations by other cruisers so few at the filling station to the port side of the marina by the boatyard water at the marina or at the boatyard uh, propane, uh, search laundry at the marina will refill your bottles on a 24-hour service. Yeah, I think you can get the old uh, three kilo camping bottles there as well. Uh, there are banks and ATM machines in the village. So supermarkets, best take the rip to the far end of the lagoon and go to one of the massy stores close by. Yeah. That's probably your best bet. Uh, Chandri, uh, Island Waterworld has a shop at the marina. Uh, the St. Lucian government has granted a concession to sell marine products duty-free to visiting yachtsmen. Take along your ship's papers and your clearance into St. Lucia the first time you go to shop. So Johnson's Hardware Marine Centre is just over the road from the marina and they have a great selection of chandlery as well as general hardware store. Yeah, we went in there a few times. It was absolutely brilliant, to be honest. That yeah. was good. Yeah. yeah. So Sailmaker Rodney Bay Sales is located in the marina. Destination Sailing Channel is sponsored by Seawater Pro. If you are buying a water maker, follow the link below and receive an additional set of filters. If you speak with Mike at Seawater Pro, don't forget to mention Destination Sailing Channel. Check out our video where we installed our Seawater Pro water maker. So Christopher Columbus may have sighted the island during his fourth voyage in 1502, since he made landfall on Martinique, just next door. However, he does not mention the island on his log. Juan de la Cosa noted the island on his map in the year of 1500. Prior to this, the island was inhabited by the South American Arawaks Indians. France and Britain fought over St Lucia for 150 years. It changed its ownership between the two countries up to 12 times. 
France and Great Britain continued to contest St Lucia until the British secured it in 1814 as part of the Treaty of Paris, ending the Napoleonic Wars. From that date, it has been English until 1967. St Lucia became one of the six members of the West India Associated States with internal self-government. In 1979, it gained full independence. What to do and what to see. This is all about the great outdoors, from the Piton National Park waterfalls, smouldering sulphur springs, St Lucia has it all. So hiking up Gross Piton is a steady climb of 550 meters and is the second highest mountain on the island. Good hiking shoes are required, as you can imagine. Yep, absolutely. Marigot Bay is a must for a few drinks in one of the bars around this hurricane hole bay. Made famous by the 1967 film Dr. Doolittle, starring Rex Harrison and Samantha Egar. The Diamond Falls Botanical Gardens are both a historic and naturally beautiful site, a heaven for birds and insects, which gives one a true nature experience. It includes hot natural baths and the Diamond Waterfall. Fort Knott Rodney is a hike from the marina, built between 1779 and 1782, to establish clear viewpoints, the French naval base of Fort Royal on Marconite. Built on Pigeon Island, this is now a national park. Connections. There is an international airport a few miles away with international flights from the US and from Europe. Thank you for listening to our channel. Just a reminder that you can see our adventure on YouTube at Sailing Ocean Fox. Yes, it's episode 48 and we will put the link on the description below. Destination Sailing Channel is supported by Seawater Pro. If you are buying a water maker, Look up the link below and receive an additional set of filters with your purchase. You would also be helping us to produce these free podcasts and videos. You can listen to Destination Sailing Channel as a podcast. Just search for the channel on your preferred podcast platform. This is Simon and Carla from Sailing Ocean Fox on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter and all the major podcast platforms. Until next week, fair winds wherever you are sailing.